0: You're listening to Questionable Material with Jack and Brian, a mostly improvised podcast produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com.
1: Brian? Hi, Brian. Nope, no, you're Brian, I'm Jack's. Bri-
0: Brian? Hi, Jack. <laughs> Did you? Has it been so long that you've forgotten your name? Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, I know that guy, it's me. And then I'm like, uh, yeah, it's been a while, been a while. It it has been uh,
1: a while. I bet not much has changed or happened in the uh, uh, two
0: months or so since we've uh, done this. Not much. I mean, I know you had some things happening. I was in Maui for the wildfires Mm -hmm. and um, almost went to Morocco this evening. Then they said, we don't need you for Morocco.
1: (laughs) Okay, so so the, and and this this is true. Always a difficult thing to <laughs> parse through in this podcast. But so uh, so tell people about um,
0: your Maui thing and the Morocco thing for quickly. So whenever there's a natural disaster or war, I I may get called up to to go and uh, and help. Be a helper okay and so
1: you would have gone uh tonight we we thought we were going to have to record two podcasts tonight because you were going to have to go to morocco but that has been canceled that was canceled you don't (sighs) need
0: me oh man is this cancel culture at work has morocco been canceled uh morocco is being canceled for being (sighs) too northwest (laughs) (laughs) and so and and what what would happen in morocco for those of us who don't care They had an earthquake, much like Mm. the turkey earthquake that I went to Mm -hmm. earlier this year. That's right. The Uh, earthquake I went to. (laughs) The earthquake. You know, it's a different type of tourism. uh, Disaster tourism. I've seen uh, floods, earthquakes, wars, wildfires, uh, and hurricanes. It's funny how these... um, these
1: tragedies keep happening in places that would be appealing to you. So we've got the, of course, the alleged Ukraine war uh, that was mm-hmm. on the border of Ukraine, and Poland, Poland, where your yep. wife is from, that you visit yep. a couple of times a year anyway. Yeah. Then there's poem, Maui. Yeah.
0: Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii.
1: Yeah. Hawaii. Then you went down to Florida uh, once the weather turned
0: cold for whatever hurricane they had. Fort Myers. Forget the name of the hurricane. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Why not? It it doesn't really matter as long as you're having a good time. So, um, (laughs) what I, it feels like, um, you know, this is your disaster. Tourism is also just a chance for you to take really dope ass vacations.
0: I like to show up when things are all broken. Mm -hmm. The prices are lower. (laughs) The hotels are less occupied. Mm -hmm. Um, The restaurants aren't all booked. Right. You know, it's a, it's a much, it's a, it's a, you get a better chance to see things.
1: That's great. So, you know, so, so you, so, well, you know, then let's walk through your heroism, like uh, on a typical day in Hawaii. So you wake up and, and again, this is to sort of save all these Hawaiians during these wildfires. You wake up in Hawaii. What's the first heroic thing you
0: do? Well, um, you know, I stretch. You got to get those (laughs) muscles limber because you got a big day ahead of you.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yep. You're caffeinated. You're awake. You're dressed. You're showered. You smell great. What's the first thing you do? Help people with their crossword (laughs) puzzle. That's see, that seems weird. I mean, I can see how people would be in need. I sometimes struggle with Wordle, but mm-hmm. I, okay. So can you give me an example of, of someone you saw and were able to run to and help?
0: Yeah. Uh, so this family, this guy was with his family, wife, and three children uh, and pretty much lost everything. Oh. Uh, and I went up to him and I said, do, do you do the New York Times crossword? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he said, not really, no. And I said, Okay, well I can help you with that. And I happened to have a copy of the New York Times. And I took <laughs> it out. And it was Wednesday. It's not super difficult. Right. Can can usually get through those in, you know, several minutes. Okay. Um, and I sat down with him and and we just went over you know the the clues. I, I'd run the clue by him. If he didn't seem to get it, I would I would fill it in myself and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. encourage him. You're like well, this one obviously starts with an R. So do you have any ideas there? And he was just like, um, you know, he kept saying, "I'm not sure how important this is to me." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, let's get this out of the way, and then you can be on, you know, start your day." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we got through it in about it was about you know with him it was about 15 to 18 minutes. Okay. Um, which is unfortunate because if he were faster, he wouldn't have missed the food truck. Yeah, that's, damn. And you were helping him too. I was helping and I, you know, the big, beautiful breakfast was coming and, um, but he was a little slow on the crossword. And so I said, okay, well, let's, let's pass on Wordle today and we'll do that tomorrow. Sure. And I'll show you how that works. And you had already eaten, of course. Yeah, I like to, I like, I, you know, I, I like to get, out there and do crosswords on a full stomach. Mm-hmm. It helps me focus that, you know, the digestion, everything gets my brain focused. That's wonderful. Yeah, otherwise you're all scattered and you can't do the crossword if you're hungry.
1: Of course, that makes sense. It's, you know, it's no excuse for this guy, but still. Do you, do you remember by any um, a tricky clue that sort of um, uh, stumped him? You know, like 33 across, anything like that, that he really was struggling with that you were able to solve? Yep. <laughs> no, good. I'm glad you
0: remember it. I guess the point of me asking that was for you to then share it. (laughs) Yeah. There was a tough one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, it was, it's fuzzy and small and new and naked. Fuzzy, small, new and naked. Gosh, I
1: I don't, yeah, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know that one. What was the answer? Kitty porn. (laughs) And new? (laughs) That was a New York, the the New York times, the one that's published in New York city for the New York times. Newspaper. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, maybe it's been a while since I've done crosswords. Maybe
0: like, like school libraries, maybe they're getting a little more, (laughs) a little more. More risque. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're getting more risque. They're querying it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Queering the crossword. Okay. Awesome. So,
1: this guy must have been like a little overjoyed, right? So the food truck leaves, but he's accomplished something. He sort of is back on track. Was he, was he really like excited and effusive and, and, you know, maybe giving you like hugs and thanks and stuff?
0: No, I didn't get that vibe at all. What? It was more like, you know, you, you stupid white mainlander idiots, uh, dumb, dumb. I was like, well, I so- we solved this crossword wow. completely and correctly. Wow he's stupid, you know there's no stupid here. This is you know we we accomplished a thing
1: and, he's, and, and he uh, drags
0: race into it you know the there's Hawaiian and the Hawaiians are not uh, huge fans of us I learned of 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 whites of yes Americans <laughs> they're Americans, yeah, but they're kind of grudgingly Americans, okay. You're like, yeah, but you guys, no. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, so you saved, you saved this guy,
1: this, this ingrate. I don't even want to mm-hmm. talk about him anymore. He makes me so mad. So sort of what happened next on that day of, of, of your heroism?
0: That was pretty, it was a slow day. So that was pretty much it. <laughs> so what, what did you do with? I mean, I went kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> right. For the, for the victims. No, I mean, to clear my head, you know, I've been Mm. called so many names by this guy (laughs) and I was like, I just need, I need a break from this. This is really stressing me out. It's going to trigger anxiety. You know, today it's all about having anxiety and all this other stuff and all your listing all your problems in your bio and everything. Yeah. And I said, I just need to de-stress. I need to take some me time. So I took a kayak. And I went out and, and and just paddled around to clear my head. It's great, man. No, because the current is crazy. <laughs> oh no! I was halfway to Japan. <laughs> that seems like a really strong current for a kayak. It was a super strong current, and I was like panicking. And fortunately, they diverted a ton of uh, rescue <laughs> operations to come get me. So they, they sort of had to stop what they were doing and go, go find you. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. I'm very grateful. And I, you know, these are people I would, I would help them do the crossword on any day, even Saturday, which is the toughest day.
1: Right. Of course it is. Wow. I mean, it, it chokes me up to think about the work you're doing, pal. Thank you, Jack. You're, you're really welcome. Um, you know, but before we move on and talk about my baby, um, you know, can you talk about can you just share one sort of highlight from another time? Sort of like your your your, your best of your greatest hits of um, your heroism and selflessness, like, you know, maybe something when you went yes. to the um, Poland-Ukraine border for the uh, uh, refugees from the war, something you did anywhere. It could be any of these things. What is sort of the, your proudest moment?
0: I guess, yeah, the, when I was at the Poland-Ukraine border, mm-hmm. and, you know, there were a lot, it was mostly women and children there. Yep. And mm, so I wanted to, you know, uh, make it easier for the kids. Oh, yep. You know, kind of, so I know it's probably a scary thing for them to be coming into this country and, uh, you know, everything's, hell's breaking loose in their homeland. Uh, so I, I dressed up like a character. Oh, With the idea of kind of welcoming them to, you know, Poland.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Kind of ease their fears, you know. To sort of, you know, come across the border, they're scared, and they see some sort of like Mickey Mouse type of character, and they're like, oh, maybe this will be sort of fun.
0: No, it wasn't a mouse. It wasn't a mouse.
1: What was your character? Oh, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) You you dressed up like the devil?
0: Yes. (laughs) Had a pitchfork. Mm Mm-hmm. Had a long, spiky tail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, really cool horns. Mm-hmm. Went all out mm-hmm. the uniform. Face paint? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Because there's nothing scarier than the white devil. Yeah, I mean, I just I ran out of money. I spent so much <laughs> on the horns and the tail. Uh huh. And the pitchfork trident. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the trident. Yeah. And uh, and I did not have enough money for the face. Oh my gosh. Yep, they just, they saw a gray-haired devil coming at them.
1: <laughs> well,
0: and the kids must have loved that. What, was, what were some of the reactions from these grateful children and their parents and their mothers? The kids didn't really get a chance to see me in all my splendor <laughs> because a lot of the mothers kind of grabbed the kids and turned them away and then ran Oh, back to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh-huh. I felt kind of let down. I felt let down. I felt like I spent all this money on this outfit. Um, You know, at least let me get some good comedy in. Yeah. Because I was going to be Brian the sassy devil. Oh, that's such a good character. I was going to say sassy things in Ukrainian. Oh my gosh.
1: Um, What, like, what was like your, sort of your top line that you were looking forward to saying is the
0: sassy devil. I only know Hariachi Chocolat. Okay. Which is what? Hot chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) So what was your plan then? I was just going to run around with my pitchfork and say, shakolat, Chocolat, shakolat." Chocolat. And then these women just hightailed it back to, to Ukraine. Oh yeah, big time. It's a
1: good way to save on like, you know, donations of food. Yeah,
0: I mean, the gypsies stole all of it. Well, that's a damn shame. Yeah, I was pretty (laughs) pissed about that. Yeah. And they were a little superstitious. When they saw me coming after them, they packed up their carriages and ran.
1: I bet they did. Well, which is weird because you're just trying to entertain. I don't understand people these days. This, it's just very weird.
0: It's performing. is hard. You got to be careful. I don't know. You just don't know what to expect anymore. Now I know why Chris Rock doesn't do colleges. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're right. He said that. That's a good point. Well, Brian, I mean, I think I, um, I feel comfortable speaking for literally everyone listening and saying you're a saint. Yes. And we are lucky to have you helping children and dopey men who can't get even the Wednesday crossword puzzle throughout the entire world.
0: Thank you, Jack. It feels good to help. It sure does. And, And to get to bed early. Yeah, I was so, you know, the kayaking killed me. I was in bed by six. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry.
1: So, Brian, um, as yeah. we mentioned in that last uh, segment we we talked about there, uh, yeah. while you were off doing, uh, you know, your great work, we went ahead and we, we had that baby we've been talking about.
0: Baby.
1: Oh, you had a baby. Had a baby. Had a baby. Uh, Mira... Josephine Helmuth,
0: born nine twenty seven. Is it Mira like M Y R R R A H? Kind of make a cool and unique name.
1: Yeah, M Y R R A H uh, Z because you always like that's like the right. super cool way to like. So and yeah, pronounce Mira. Um, it, yeah, Josephine, which we spell with just an X, and then Helmuth.
0: Like it, like it, like it. Yeah, thank and you. She's still, you still got her? She's still kicking?
1: I mean, I haven't seen her in days. Uh, I mean, I assume my wife does. And this was an unexpected delivery? No, the delivery was expected. Uh, the getting pregnant was not.
0: <laughs> oh, Once we got pregnant, we figured there'd be a delivery. Got it. Okay, so I'm, th- I'm all the stuff I was saying about your wife, I'll take off of Reddit because I was wrong. Oh, that's interesting. What were you saying about my wife on Reddit? I started a subreddit called r slash Fat Wives, and I thought it was a place for people to kind of grieve on having a wife who's really big. Okay, but that's, that's my—it's my wife, not yours. Why did you start that subreddit? Because my wife is not really big, and I needed somebody. And your wife was parading around, her belly sticking out. I thought it was because of uh, calories, and not because of she was giving birth to another thing. And so, you know, I kind of, I wanted to get into the subreddit business and <laughs> that was a good opportunity. I had a ton of pictures of her what? and, um, and I just, you know, what? I thought it was a thing I could do, but now I'm going to take down that subreddit because obviously she's going to be thin. That's again, right. That's right. And, um, it's not necessary anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, th- I would, yeah, I'd appreciate it if you take that down. Yeah. I mean, she's, um you know, uh, my wife is doing okay. It it would help if she'd stop getting pregnant all the time, but um, yeah. uh, But I guess that's probably a topic for another day. Uh, You know, as far as the baby goes, are you going to give her like a a vasectomy for women? She uh, did have a vasectomy for women while she was on the table, even though she's 44 years young (laughs) instead of old, I said young. Um, cause she's 44, soon to be 45. She went ahead and got her tubes removed because, you know, again, she sort of can't stop humping. And, um, you know, we don't want another baby at this age.
0: Yeah. No, this was a risk. You took a, you took a risk. Yeah. Took a gamble. Yep. But it looks like it paid off. It
1: did pay off. I mean, obviously once we had our first uh, child, the baby, he was a boy that meant, That was a relief because it's like, finally, we have someone who can inherit our land. So like that's legally we like, we've got that, you know, all the money and possessions can go to him and
0: we'll be fine. And then it was just, then we're just like playing with house money. Then you, and then you need a girl to kind of like sell to uh, a kingdom that you want to kind of cozy up to. Absolutely. I knew that was going to be a big opportunity to pay for my son's
1: college. Um, And then of course the third child is just an organ farm for the, for the children
0: we love. Okay, so this is like a backup parts situation. Something goes wrong with Jack's kidney. You've got a Helmuth kidney on standby. Yep. Two. Yep. Two kidneys yep. Two. on standby. Yeah. Good. Yeah, pokes his eye out uh, playing, you know, a Star Wars laser fight. Yep. And a few hours later, he's going to have a new eye in there. Yep. That's that is see, I, that's something I hadn't thought of, and I, I, I admire that. If I accidentally impregnate my wife, then I will consider keeping the baby... Four parts. Uh,
1: it's something you might want to think about. Is there any chance that could
0: happen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we started in OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. How, how's, how's that going? You know, you, it's, a, it's a slow grind. You're building up subscribers. Uh, right now, it's a couple of her exes. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, money's money. It's coming through. The green's coming through.
1: That's great. What's what's your only fans with uh, your wife? What's it called? What's the name of it so people can find it?
0: Uh, it is Brian and his wife doing it. <laughs> Sexy. Boy, that's, I, I like it, the play on words. Everything else was taken. Wow. And there wasn't a single uh, gangbang domain left? Brian's wife being gangbanged was taken by somebody else. But who? But I don't know. And I wasn't willing to pay to find out. (laughs) Okay. Do you, are you concerned that it is actually your wife? I mean, it could be another Brian, but I mean, what are the odds? I know it is. I I know it is. I've seen the coffee mug. It's in the, it's in the cabinet. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So your wife gets swag? (laughs) She sells swag, and I guess this was a misprint. And um, so, like, it's a little askew, the logo. Right. <laughs> the type of so, OnlyFans coffee mug you'd find, like, in a TJ
1: Maxx. Yes. <laughs> All right. In uh, uh,
0: the irregular <laughs>
1: porno mug section.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of a little askew. The logo's just kind of not perfectly square.
1: Mm, waste of money, waste of resources. Well, gosh. And so, okay. But enough of the, the competitor page, you know, what sort of, um, how are you building up an audience for your
0: OnlyFans page? Yeah, I've described it as like an inside look into, uh, the lives of a middle-aged couple. Mm-hmm. We've for foregone privacy. There's no privacy. Oh, sexy. so I record, I record everything. That's cool. So what was the, let's go most recent. What was your most recent video that you uploaded to your, you know, OnlyFans site? I had to put the hard top roof on on the Jeep, mm-hmm. so I captured that from different angles to make it interesting. Right, when but I took what- off this the soft top came off because you know the seasons are changing, and the hard top goes on. And then you know I'm kind of bolting it in there as you do to keep that thing from flying off when you're going down the highway. And then I just kind of turn to the camera at the end and cover myself in hand lotion. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, in, in
1: hand lotion,
0: <laughs>
1: you just glug, 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 glug,
0: Yeah. That's how all these videos are supposed to end is what I've learned.
1: I, I, I don't know. I feel like you're close on that one, but I feel like it's a little bit different. I think it's usually, usually if it were me, the video would end with, um, a group of men, um finishing all over your wife.
0: Yeah, well that you know that's the other coffee mug. <laughs> how, how is that a coffee mug? Well, it's my wife covered in hand lotion. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. You might want to source that video and but we'll see. And that's up to you. It just says drink up with Brian's wife. (laughs) Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking about my innocent new baby. (laughs) On my
0: podcast. 10 days, 10 days, right? 10. uh, What is today? No, man, 12 days old. 12 day, the 12 on the 12th day of baby. My baby gave to me a big stinky (laughs) diaper. Yeah, it must be fun doing diapers. Are you excited to do diapers again for the next couple of years? No. Because no. you almost forget that stuff. You know, your kid gets older and you don't do diapers anymore. And you're like, oh, thank God that's over. But you're like, no, let's start that up again. Boy, did I, did I screw all that up? But I don't understand how you even got her pregnant to begin with. I know. I haven't had sex with her in years. So that's what's the. I see the calendar and you have the calendar. She has all the excuses already penciled in. Yep. You know, Monday the 21st, headache. You know, Tuesday, the 22nd, sore foot. Yeah. Wednesday, the 23rd, a big meeting early morning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, she's really good. What about Thursday? She was meeting me for lunch.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it is a lot of excuses. Mostly her excuses. Here's the card she likes to play. Um, I'm not
0: that attracted to you anymore. (laughs) Is there more to that? No. Oh, really? Okay. Um, you know, I can see that. I can see, you know, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you know, you can see the love dying in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because you, know, you just you're staring in the eyes and you see that glimmer and then it just kind of it just kind of goes out and you're like, did something just go out in your eye? And she's like, no, no it's just dust. I'm like, no, I swear to God, I felt like a light dimmed and went off. No, no, it's just dust. You're, you're seeing things again. I really yeah. like, but I, I really feel like it. And she's like, get your ugly face out of here. Man, it's like you're right there in the bedroom with us. It's eerie. Yes. Well, thank you. Ring bedroom doorbell.
1: What? So, Brian, you know, we just mentioned yeah. this whole new baby thing. Yeah. That I'm babies. dealing with. Mm. And oh, it's a weird sound to make. Um, And so I, I, I. I I thought it was just absolutely pretty. Am I boring you? No.
0: <laughs> Long weekend. Uh, Long what we, weekend.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Before we start the bit, what 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 was what, what were you we so busy doing with this weekend?
0: Well, I had friends up visiting me for my birthday. Yeah. So they flew up from Atlanta. That's exciting. Georgia. And uh, we just, we had there was a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. And this, and then, and food at an Oktoberfest. Wow. Happy birthday. That was fun. Thanks. That's
1: fun. Yeah. I mean, you and I, uh, uh, happy birthday to you. You and I have birthdays next to each other. I'm October 3rd. You're October 4th. I texted you happy birthday, Jack. I was shocked that you remembered. I was really pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah. I was like, Alexa's like, Hey, don't forget Jack Helmet's birthday is today. (laughs) And I was like. Happy birthday, Jack. And you're like, thanks for remembering. And I said, thank you, Alexa. And she said, thank you. Would you like to buy more socks? <laughs> well, that's a beautiful story of friendship right there. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Jack.
1: And, and and sort of like your 4th of July party, though, um, this was another um, one of your uh, events with friends that uh, I, I didn't seem to get
0: invited to. No. Well, I knew you had a new baby. Yeah. So it'd probably be a no. And you're in Connecticut, which is far away. Not that so far. So I knew that was probably <laughs> another no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
1: you just invited people from Georgia. Well, then that makes sense why I wasn't invited to another one of your events. Well,
0: and and yeah. my wife, also my wife is no longer attracted to you. There's a lot of that going around. She said, I'm team Betsy. Yeah. Now, actually, my wife, is, she, my wife always, always says you're very cute. Oh, that's nice. She likes your sense of humor. She likes your sense of humor. Aww,
1: that's nice. I mean, it's sort of hard to appreciate her personality with her, you know, broken English. But um, I assume she has a good personality. Yeah, she's me
0: like Jack. <laughs> me, Jack laugh. It's she really pretty. That, she's gonna kill me. Yeah, <laughs> that's she a, loves hearing to do that. It's really pretty. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Okay. Well, anyway, so, uh, all right. Well, we got all that out of the way. Uh, here's what I was trying to talk about, Brian. Babies are on uh, my mind. And I know mm-hmm. that, you know, in your role as an advertising guru that you yeah. have, um, that you have, I guess the five and under account to that you're sort of an expert in the five and under sort of in the, in the baby, verse, I guess, what, what, what do they call that in advertising? Uh, they call it from new
0: to five. From new
1: to five. So in the new to five sphere that you're sort of an expert, in, I was wondering if we could talk about, you know, I, as I'm sort of surrounded by baby products and baby things and baby advertising, I was wondering if you could sort of go through some of the, um, some of the products that you're affiliated with and, and sort of talk us through a lot of the, the, the items in, in, in baby land and, and, you know, the new advertising campaigns and the new products that are coming out. Would you, would you mind
0: doing that with us? I would love to. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, well, sure.
1: obviously that's- the first thing that's, that's in the news everywhere. It's, uh, is sort of the, the Pampers Huggies war and it mm. sort of has gone from a cold war to a hot war. And I was wondering mm. if you could sort of tell us, you know, um, how that sort of is manifesting and, and how they're sort of going for customers and attacking each other, Pampers and Huggies.
0: Well, um, I'm obviously on team Pampers. Of course. Uh, and Huggies is of the devil. Okay. Uh, so there's a, we've got a campaign uh, coming out that's just Huggies starts with H and so does Hitler. <laughs> and so the, the idea is to try to get people to equate Huggies with a, a genocidal dictator. Wow. Oh. You know, and I, you know, there is some concern that the Hitler comparison is so overused uh, that yeah. it might just, it might, people are just desensitized to it. It might not register. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we, we're going to have commercials to back it up. Um, we're going to try to, we're going to have, we have a nice animation where the H turns into a swastika. <laughs> I can see that. And then and then the swastika um, is superimposed over the diaper. Mm-hmm. And then the baby's wearing the diaper. Um, swastikas <laughs> and the huggies on it and then he's goose stepping through the nursery <laughs> <laughs> it's really chilling
1: um okay golly so that's the cute animation but you said something about uh, yeah. that. there's already a commercial that's has been i, I guess produced for huggies yeah yeah for Huggies. So it's sort of like a, yeah an attack ad from the from the pamper side so what can you tell us like what the you know give us layout of what the commercial is uh, absolutely, It was, um, You, I just did it. <laughs> no, that was for the animation. This is for the commercial that's going to be on, on public TV.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's um, basically, it's a dad, brand new dad, kind of like you. Kinda, he looks mm-hmm. like you even. And yeah. his baby's on the changing table. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's about to put Huggies on the baby. And he pulls the Huggies out. But then the Huggies kind of flips over and covers the baby's face and seals (laughs) seal the tape seals itself. And the father's like, yeah, at first he doesn't, he doesn't sense the gravity of the situation. So he's just trying to, to peel the Huggies tape thing off the, off and, and so he can get the diaper off his kid's face and it won't come off. And then you see the baby start kicking and screaming. And the, and the guy says like, honey, Honey, honey. And uh, he's, he's, he can't get the damn diaper off the baby's face. So then he's like running around looking for his wife, screaming, Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. And she can't hear him <laughs> because she has huggies on her ear. <laughs> and then it's it terrifying. just ends. Okay, uh, go on. With an, we don't really say what exactly happens because we don't want to uh-huh. get lit up. But there's an ambulance and the dad and mom are standing there and they're clearly devastated and the ambulance door closes and the EMT you know kind of gives the man a pat on the shoulder and says i'm so sorry for your loss you should have used pampers god damn that is terrible terrible good i'm only going to buy pampers there you go and there we go and that's the power oh my god, of advertising it
1: Oh God, it works!
0: Yeah. Oh, you that, that's awful. Use Pampers. Yeah, we're is, is, is that the jingle? Yeah. You really should use Pampers. Um
1: And and d- d- do I remember right that there's a longer version of that song intended for the radio to, you're hoping to get top 40 play. Yep. <laughs> uh, there is. Uh, yeah, oh, that's awesome. I'm so, I'm so glad that the answer is yes. Uh, what do you remember any of the other lyrics to that song? <laughs> I'm sure you knew it was coming. Yeah.
0: yeah it's um, <laughs> it's uh, it's well, we, we got the rights to Michael Jackson's. You want to be starting something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it you really should have used those pampers. Really should have used those pampers. You really, really should have used those pampers. Why didn't you use those pampers? Your baby can't breathe. Bumpa, bum, your baby is traveling. Bumpa, bum, your baby needs help now. Bumpa, but you hugged it up. pump. your baby needs help. Huggies, your baby needs help. Huggies, your baby needs help. Huggies, but you hugged it up. Bum, bum, he's a vegetable. He's a vegetable. <laughs> Can't cut off circulation that long. (laughs) He's a vegetable. And there you go. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. It's a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, money well spent securing the rights, by the way. So kudos. Yeah. It wasn't cheap. No, I imagine not. Uh, It's an unforgettable song, Brian. I'm going to say.
0: Thank you very much. You should see the music video. <laughs> I don't know. I don't ever want to see the music video.
1: No, thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all right. That's, that's one thing in your, in your um, uh, stable of, of clients. Um, I know you also have uh, Gerber's baby food. Yes, and they're they're looking to do like a complete rebrand. Apparently, apparently they they needed to to get with the times and everything, whatever that means. Uh, so, can you sort of talk about uh, the work that you're doing um, with the Gerber account to rebrand them and and what that looks like?
0: Yeah. Um. So you know they they've been known for a long time for just kind of pureed vegetables. You know, yeah. Pureed carrots. Yep. Pureed pears. Pureed bananas, and you know that's kind of boring. Yeah, I guess. So we're we're launching a line of Gerber steaks. <laughs> They're baby steaks. Oh, okay. So we've got a baby porterhouse, baby ribeye, baby strip, baby fillet. We call it a fillety.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and sure, yeah, and um, and so you know, there, and it's going to be you know flown to your house. Delivered to your house, <laughs> flown there. Well, I mean, they'll they'll be they'll come by a fed delivery, FedEx, UPS, depending on where you live, and you'll get okay. a box of your your Gerber's baby steaks. Okay, Gerber baby steaks, and you'll have a whole week supply of baby steaks. So Monday you could do the ribeye, Tuesday you do the porterhouse, Wednesday you do the strip, uh, and then you know there's they're much smaller; they're one ounce steaks. Okay. Um. And it comes, we, they come with a tiny fork and knife, mm-hmm. steak knife, uh, <laughs> right. that is you know, designed for your child's grip. Cause at that age, they really don't have a good grip.
1: No, her, um her nervous system and fine motor skills
0: are, um, I, I love her, but they're crap. They're really bad. They'll get better. They will get better. You know, she will learn sometimes the hard way that, you know, if she jerks that steak knife around too much, she's going to cause herself some problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, she whacks herself in the face all the time with her little flailing hands. Yeah. Well, that, you got to be careful when you have a steak knife.
1: Okay. I'll write that down. Um, okay. So I, I, have you, did you field test this product at all? We did. Okay. So h- how did that go? Did, did parents just, just love it to
0: death? Um, I would not say love it to death. I think they were, you know, more kind of inquisitive about it. They said, well, you know, how, how does this work? And we said, well, just, you know, the baby's going to eventually eat that steak. And if it doesn't learn mm-hmm. to cut it up, then it's going to take the whole thing and and just kind of munch on it. But it's not going to get very far without teeth. Right. Which is I long. didn't want to say anything. That was my concern. Well, that was a concern. And that came up and we were like, you're right. Good point. Which is why we came out with Gerber's Baby Dentures. <laughs>
1: Smart. Sell Thank the you. product. that. Oh, this is smart. Okay.
0: So now, yeah, this was classic. So we've created a problem. The problem is your infant cannot chew steak. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have the teeth yet. So what is the solution to that? Baby dentures. That's oh, so good. And we have a variety of baby dentures. We have one for every ethnicity. And <laughs> you can, you put it in the baby's mouth. And, you know, they're a little, they're, they they got chomping potential. They're sharpened. Oh, oh, good. So your, your little baby's got very sharp teeth now. Okay. And when they start chewing on that steak and hopefully not their fingers, then they're going to be able to, to get into that steak because it is tender.
1: Now, now, these these teeth are like sharp enough to like cut a t- tomato can.
0: Yeah. Another, yeah. Because we knew that, you know, these kids don't have a ton of pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes, on their, on their gums at this time they, they don't have the capacity to really bite down hard So you got to make things as easy as possible So razor sharp teeth oh, It's really smart Thank you That's
1: great and, and field testing went well The parents like their, their babies with a cute little like Hey look she's got teeth In my correct race, racial group
0: Well Yeah I'm the ethnically sourced teeth So we've got to Um <laughs> You know, kind of be careful. Here's the thing. So the parents initially, yes, the babies, you know, kind of getting some pieces of meat in there. If uh, the filet, you know, gets in there, the yum, yum. They they seem to be happy with that. You got to keep an eye on the kids. Okay. Because kids are kids. They're going to put other things in their mouth. Cords, uh, the cat's tail, mm-hmm. um, you know, Legos, things <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. And these teeth will shred all of those as we learned. Oh, man. Yeah. So you just got to keep an eye on your teeth. And, you know, when you're done, you just have to remove the baby dentures. uh, And then you put them in the sonic washer from Gerber. (laughs) It's a sonic washer. and using the power of sonic energy. It's going to clean those teeth. uh, And they'll be ready for the next feeding session. Oh, also, big disclaimer on the teeth. uh, Remove before breastfeeding.
1: (laughs) Great for mothers who are looking to transition. Uh, Excuse me. Great for birthing persons (laughs) who are looking to transition on the cheap.
0: Yes. If you're, if you're thinking about doing top surgery, there might be a way to have your child help you out. That's great. Thank you.
1: Uh, You know, and I guess the, the last thing I want to sort of talk about is that you're, you're launching a big ad campaign. Uh, I guess a lot of money has been put into this for um, pacifiers, for, for soothies brand pacifiers. Yes. That's the green, that's sort yeah. of the classic one. Um, you know, tell us about what, what Soothies is looking to do with their um, commercials.
0: Well, um, you know, the pacifier business is very, uh, there's a lot of competition. So, you know, um, you know, how do you differentiate your pacifier, uh, from, you know, an average run of the mill pacifier? You wouldn't know, right? It's a great question. Ever, yeah. So like you're walking down the street, you see some kid dropped his pacifier, her pacifier's on the sidewalk. You don't know the brand. Yeah. Right? Right. So what we want is we want a pacifier so that if you're walking down the street and you look down, you see a pacifier there, you're going to be like, oh my God, that's a Soothies. And you're going to know its value and you're going to pick it up and you're going to stick that thing in your kid's mouth.
1: Uh, mm, I mean, probably after sanitizing, but okay, sure. So how do you plan to do that?
0: Animal shapes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. So instead of the classic nipple shape, they're, they're fun, like, you know, dinosaurs or lions or crap
0: like that. You want to be a recognized brand. You want to be able to, to, for people to look at them and go, that is a Soothies. Yeah. So, so important. It's very important. And so uh, what, what makes a Soothies different than other pacifiers? Um, you know, would you, Do I change the color, just a different color. Mm, that's, that's simple. Um, you know, yeah. make make the make the pacifier bigger, smaller, weird, funny teeth on the end of it, so it looks like the kid's smiling when they're using the pet. Pa- you could, you mm-hmm. know, novelty. You could do that, or you could have them connected to an old man and his pacemaker. <laughs> 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 how, how, what? How does that work? What are you talking about? Well, uh, you have imagine this you see a wire running from a pacifier to an old, elderly man. Sure. Uh, and into his pacemaker. Mm-hmm. And it's up to that kid to maintain suction for that pacemaker to work properly. <laughs> so it's sort of like a bicycle wheel where you're providing the power for this man's heart? That's correct. <laughs> And as long as that kid keeps chomping on that pacifier, that heart is getting the spark that it needs to keep beating.
1: Well, that's great. But I mean, I I know it's been a while since you've had babies, but babies eventually take the pacifier out for feeding. It falls out when they're sleeping. Well, what happens then?
0: The old man's going to scream, put that back (laughs) in your mouth.
1: (laughs) So the man sort of comes with the man comes and lives in your child's nursery. It's a smoothies. Is, that, is it a smoothie or a soothie? Is this the knockoff brand smoothies? We couldn't get smoothies It was... Take- <laughs> <laughs> All right, smoothies. well, that's, this is different. So you're launching a new brand to
0: differentiate yourself. <laughs> Only because they wouldn't let me have their name. Right. Okay. So, so
1: you didn't... It seems like you just sort of went out on a... Um, uh, you know, on a limb here on your own, didn't even secure an account and just wanted to get into the uh, nipple
0: making business. It's not my best project. <laughs> okay. But I mean, do you still believe in it? No. <laughs>
1: Well, but you still have a bunch of money in it. What differentiates a smoothie? So you got the old man. What other, Mm -hmm. like, you know, what what look does it have to sort of differentiate it in the marketplace? Besides the wire attached, again, to grandpa.
0: We're going to do celebrity nipples. Oh.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting.
0: Right? Because normally you'll see it looks like a thumb. Yeah like a big yeah, uh, but, green thumb. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to we're going to mix it up. You're going to have you're going to have, you know, have you ever thought about having collector pacifiers? You haven't, right? No, never. Exactly, because all pacifiers kind of look the same, but not when they're shaped like Taylor Swift's nipple. <laughs> I I've, go ahead or Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous nipples. Can, can you get Cardi B's in your baby's mouth? Uh, you can get some of it. She's got uh, three-inch nipples, we learned. When we did a nipple casting. Sure. So uh, what we do is we fly around our, our nipple crew to all the celebrities. Mm-hmm. They place their breasts in the nipple mold, and from that we can make our silicone nipples. Okay,
1: so your, what's your do you
0: have, does your nipple crew have a name that fly
1: across uh, the country?
0: Yes, the Boob Live Crew.
1: <laughs> okay so the boob live crew goes around just yep. flies around the world and gets celebrity yeah. nipple molds yep yep that's that's you know, an interesting they get
0: a piece there's there's a piece in it for them of course they're going to get you know they're used to royalties they're getting royalties for their albums and their movies whatever they're going to get some when their nipple sells
1: <sighs> that's great what <laughs> uh did you have any um, interesting sort of uh, moments with the celebrities in in the, any of the molding sessions?
0: Uh, yeah, Meghan Markle kind of <laughs> had second thoughts in the middle of the nipple <laughs> casting process, mm-hmm. and and she really wanted to back out of things. Okay. Uh, and she did, but we used Harry. <laughs> <laughs> We'd come all this way. Yeah we wanted to put it to good use. He said it would be okay. Just please don't tell Megan. She'll get mad at me. Right. Uh, and then he stuck his tiny little man breast into our miffle cast.
1: Well, that's sweet. What did she, did she just sort of blindly just say it's
0: because of racism? Uh, she blamed it on systemic racism. It's tough. That's a tough one. It's a go-to. Yeah, it really is. And, um, and
1: uh, is it true that you flew out um to the Himalayas where uh, to visit Madonna and get a,
0: a molding from her? I did. How how did that go? Well, I mean, you know, we we went out there. She was just getting some uh, surgery done. Uh, She was because it was Saturday and (laughs) she had her Saturday, Saturday surgery. Mm -hmm. And then she said, you know, give me a few hours and then I can, we can do a nipple casting. We'll make it work. But it was not, it, it was not what I expected.
1: What, how would you describe the nipple to someone who hasn't seen it before? If, if there's anyone left who hasn't seen it, how would you describe it to them? Uh, well, I didn't know nipples could
0: sag themselves. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, it looks like Gene Simmons' tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. And that's our concern. Yeah. Oh, my God. But
1: I mean, to, to say that Madonna is breastfeeding your baby, that sort of is worth it, though.
0: Uh, that's going to be, you know, we're going to push for that. But wouldn't that pacifier virtually choke the baby, though? <laughs> um, well, you know, we're thinking that this will be sold mostly to older men. <laughs> right. Right. Older men or, or uh,
1: nine, non-binary dancers. That's right okay i guess so and is there um w- you know was there the, the the big nipple that you really needed uh to get that you were able to to get and and what
0: was that molding process like uh well the biggest nipple i mean taylor swift is definitely up there in, in the nipple kingdom yeah you know, of she's course an a she's an a-lister when it comes to that yep um you know and who else are the ladies in demand well kim kardashian of course mm-hmm um, but I, you know, it's, those are like silver dollars, quite honestly. I don't know how any kid's going to be able to handle that. Right. Caitlyn Jenner.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's exciting. What was the, the molding uh, of like of her breasts?
0: You know, it's, it's like a standard nipple with hair. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful.
1: That is beautiful. Well, uh, the last thing I'll say about your smoothies and, and good luck with the launch. Um, You know, do you, do you have a commercial in the can for that one as well? And, and, and what, what does that look like? I mean, it's really important to have a big one as you launch a product, as you take it to market. First impressions are going to be everything for you, Brian.
0: Yep. Uh, Well, we got Jared from Subway. (laughs) To be in the commercial. (laughs) Yeah. He's got time. Didn't want a ton of compensation. (laughs) What did he want? Uh, he just wanted some soothies. <laughs> <laughs> and what was attached to them? I mean, he was asking, a, he was asking for a pardon. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can get him that, but I right. said, we'd definitely give it a, give it a try.
1: That's great. So, okay. So what is the, so it's Jared from Subway
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> returning to the airwaves. What, what was the, the content of the commercial?
0: Well, he's basically addressing the camera from his prison cell. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting, sitting on his bed and he just kind of looks up and he just says, listen, your kid's going to suck on something. You might as well make it a
1: smoothie." <laughs> but did you say your knockoff brand is smoothie? <laughs> I did. <laughs> so you but had to go
0: do a reshoot. That's the problem. Yeah, you because know, now we gotta go back to the prison. We gotta kinda get him you know, he's already kind of having second thoughts about the commercial. <laughs> Thinks it might put him in a bad light, might reduce his chance of parole. Right. So, you know, it could be a tough sell. Oh,
1: seems like mistake upon mistake, my friend.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if we can't get him, then maybe Kevin Spacey. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh,
1: you know, thank you for uh, sharing all this, Brian. This has been um, really exciting. It seems like, you know, we've got a lot of, for those of us, especially with newborns, it seems like there's a lot of great products out there and a lot of great content.
0: Thank you, Jack. There is a lot of content.
1: Right. That's what I said. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> God, got weirdo. Well, Brian, that brings to close another episode of questionable material. It feels good to be back. It feels good to be back, Jack. Everyone, tell your friends to, about the show. Let's let's grow this bad boy and make it impossible for Brian to take any of his uh, dumb humanitarian things. Because there's too much demand. For content. So go ahead, spread the word about the podcast. That's the best thing you can do. And let me give an example. There's a, a, a fine gentleman I work with. His name's John. And he told his brother, uh, his name is um, uh, Dan Curran. Karen. You can't give Cur- his last name. You don't want to give away his last name. He said he'd love it.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So I, I got permission. <laughs> okay. Uh, his name is Dan Karen, and Dan... Went back over the last like five weeks and has listened to all 144 episodes that we've ever done.
0: Too many Christmas, seriously? <laughs> yeah, apparently this this angel of a man. But I'm confused because there was another guy who emailed us to say that he loved us and missed us and was looking for early episodes and he couldn't find them. Is that just a him problem?
1: Oh, I didn't. I must have missed that on paternity leave. But this just goes to prove. Yeah the power of the spoken word of, of word of mouth, tell people about the podcast. Hey, if you want a good laugh, go listen to these uh, knuckleheads podcast.
0: Not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it.
1: Let's, let's practice this. Cause I feel like you're really bad at it. So, so you and I are friends. So that's going to be easy role yep. play. The friends who don't always equally invite each other to events. Um, and it hurts. And so, you know, maybe you could practice with me.
0: Tell me about your hilarious podcast. Hey, Jack, I got a podcast, Jack. Hmm. I'm not sure if it sounds good or not. Yeah, you're probably
1: right. <laughs> Let's see. That's all right. Well, anyway, Brian, uh, you're, you're terrible at that. But I, you know, it's something for us to work on. Uh, I hope others will will spread the word. Go ahead and like us. Leave us a review. Send us a, an email. Uh, it's good to be back. You're back. Yes. It's, it's literally what I just said.
0: Questionable material with Jack and Brian. Subscribe on any podcast platform. Visit us at qmpodcast.com.